Welcome to Get This Shit, the bi-monthly podcast that answers the questions you've always had, but forgot to ask. Prepare your earballs. Welcome to another episode of Get This Shit. My name is Cassie and I'm your host and I'm joined today by the largest ball of energy. Bill, 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 Bill. No, <laughs> the science guy. <laughs> yeah. What's up, everybody? Oh my, it's the morning zoo. Yeah. Welcome to another Wake and Bake episode. I am the zoo. You are the zoo. I absolutely agree with that I'm statement. Like Girlfriend, you are feeling it today. Mm-hmm. I love it. You're sassy. Tell the people what you've done today already. Well, I woke up with heartburn around five o'clock this morning. <laughs> Fabulous. Woo! In you thirty five year old man you. Hey, that's what I, I'm not thirty five yet. I have You're the, right. You're I still right. have a couple weeks left. You, you do, bitch. You do, you do. Uh so I woke up with heartburn because we made the wonderful decision to eat Taco Bell last night night delicious i don't after remember. like nine o'clock so you know <clears throat> we live dangerously that's what you Very guys need that's the takeaway is yes. we're pretty baller uh <laughs> safety be damned jackass five is just gonna be like i didn't take my stool softener uh, <laughs> no kidding i didn't take my peptid for three days so yeah i woke up at five with heartburn took a nice little bathroom trip and was like wide awake what I, there's no cute way to say you can leave it out what it's part of the, all right i had to get i had experience. to get rid of some demons uh oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> and then i was yeah i was wide awake so then i went to the gym it, gross yeah well you know I I only do that on days that I have to torture myself going to work anyway. So I will not do it on the weekends. But it was so nice because like nobody was there. I bet. I bet. I bet. Yeah. And so, yeah, I did that. And then I went and got uh, Cassie and I some coffee. So Delicious. So she could wake up to a nice big iced coffee. Uh, it was wonderful. I mean, it is. I'm still sipping on her. So, yeah. Uh... He's had endorphins, dopamine, and caffeine. Wee! <laughs> <laughs> you sound like Gur. <laughs> no, Gur is more. Wee! <laughs> <laughs> I made it myself. I made it myself. <laughs> I had chocolate babaka. Yeah, you did, <laughs> didn't you? <laughs> didn't you? My goodness, that's your brain right now. Chocolate mm-hmm. bubblegum. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> it's sticky. Oh my god, it is sticky. Oh my goodness. Uh, so, uh, how are you now? Uh, good and you? Good, good. <laughs> uh, anything uh, interesting? I th- I think we've done some pretty interesting stuff lately. Yeah. Running through the list. I can't remember. Uh, I didn't listen to the top of the episode. I like I had it on at the office mm-hmm. and I was doing stuff and then it got to um you talking 
and like I was paying and attention. And then it was instantly boring. No, no, yeah. no, 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 no. I was paying attention. And then I was like, oh, fuck. I didn't hear the beginning. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, time to go. <laughs> so, any hoozles. I don't remember your... if we talked about camping. Yeah, we. Yeah, I think so. For great, sure. great, great. Pretty sure, pretty sure. Camping was great. Yep. Um, we decided, I mean, we didn't decide to do it. It wasn't our intention. We may have scarred our nine-year-old goddaughter. Um, she said she liked scary stuff. She said she was all about it. She did, and like, and she has to go with us, you know. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, we were. I, we, we took really her excited. to a you know slaughterhouse and had her watch how oh, baloney's made. My God, we didn't. <laughs> we sure did not. Um, that listen, you better hope that these never have to be subpoenaed. And I mean, they don't have to be subpoenaed. They're on the fucking internets. Yeah. Listen. They don't even have to freedom of information. It's literally just there for everyone. It's just right there. Yeah. Except, get, you're hey, welcome, get out of here, everyone. Get get out of here, if you're an officer McLaw dog. Get on out of here. Anywho, so we take her. We are going to a haunted hayride. Like yeah. so, it's not like and we're the trying hayride to... is barely haunted. It's yes, mostly there performance is a Beetlejuice. Actors. Spoilers. There's a Beetlejuice. Um, I like dance number flash mob yeah in yeah. the middle of the woods like during this and then there's like a pirates of the caribbean like mm-hmm. meets then, zombies little fight you know yeah. down the way and, and then, then there's, there's michael jackson yeah there's a little like there's a bunch of people zombies. who like halfway yeah. do the thriller they just do the oh yeah the they just arms. go back and forth where they put the their arms. arms up like it's, it's <laughs> the, the only part of the dance that, any yeah like 90% of rural white kids know. Pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. There's a couple pyros along the way. There's a big animatronic. And then there's like a Jeep that takes you by surprise like and yeah. chases you like back to yeah. your starting point. It's, you know. So it's more surprising than yeah. scary. Yeah, there's a couple of like spooky elements, but it's mostly just like yeah, fun performances. It is. And oh, there's stuff. a headless horseman. Yeah. And like, Back in my day, when we went to like the big name, like sponsored one, um, that headless horseman got close enough that it fucking touched you. Mm-hmm. Like the you could feel the horses breathing. This one, Nasco, Nasco, literally, <laughs> literally, they were so close. Um, this one, like fifteen feet. <laughs> like a good 15 feet yeah, away so you can just like see him and i'm like man who you blaming the rider or the horse i no just society the- <laughs> what <laughs> no because like some kid would have like an asthma attack or something now you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> like there's reasons that the horse and the guy don't come that close anymore because the liabilities mm-hmm. that's my that's my guess insurance <laughs> that's why they don't come so close anymore <laughs> <laughs> but um that did not happen nope. um <laughs> poor thing uh, we were in line and like she just got more and more spooked because, like, more and more, like, uh, crowd work actors came out. Mm-hmm. And the one that did her in was... And, like, the other ones were so cre- so much more creepy. Like, a yep. pig mask. Mm-hmm. And then there was a bad Santa, evil Santa. Mm-hmm. And then there was like a deranged a, bunny. 
Yeah. But like Fluffy Bunny. Yeah, it was kind of like Five Night at Freddy's style bunny. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. It was creepy animatronic bunny. I, and like, I get it. But like, her... She was very communicative. So, friend, great job on raising your kid. Like, great job. Wonderful job. <laughs> you know who you are. Uh, but I... She was very communicative. She was decisive when mm-hmm. we asked her to make a decision because she was like, I don't want to walk by that thing, but I want to go on the hayride. And we were like, ooh, I'm so sorry. That's not an option here. So what would you like to do? Like, unfortunately, that can't be an option. So we can either leave or we can walk past him and get on the hayride. And she was like, I would like to leave. Mm-hmm. And... um. So we were like, done, here we go. And, you know, so we had to weave through just a little bit of line. And, like, everyone was so sweet and supportive. Like, the little teenage girls were so cute. Mm -hmm. They were just like, it's okay, it's not real. Like, (laughs) just poor thing and all that. So um, Sam got ahead with her because they were walking very fast. And I got short legs. I'm... She was walking very fast, and yes, I, yes, but yes, I have just, long legs. Yes, so. you're just matching yeah. stride, but like, ooh, I was trying to keep up, and then she I asked knew you to would run. Catch up. Oh yeah, I was fine, and I was like, if I get scared, ha 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 ha. But yeah, uh, she was like, I would like to run, and Sam was like, you don't want to do that. I was like, that's not a good idea. If you run, it's gonna catch the character actor's attention, and he's gonna be much more likely. And she goes to chase us. <laughs> And I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's what'll happen. Uh, (laughs) Poor thing. And she was like, okay. (laughs) It was heartbreaking. But then we went back and we had uh, s'mores and hot chocolate and a little fire. Yeah. And uh, she had little friends there. It was all good. she's She's fine. She's, She's fine. fine. <laughs> but I felt terrible. But uh her reasoning for like oh, yeah. the the last straw was the bunny. Mm-hmm. And she said it reminds me of the one that died. And we were like, oh no. We're like, okay. And like, I was like, oh, you poor thing. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, yeah. Because I laugh at everything. Like, it will be the saddest situation, and I'm laughing. Uh, yeah, because so, your brain doesn't. Yeah, brain goo do doesn't stuff right. goo. So <clears throat> we get there and we talk to uh, uh, a parental, and <laughs> Sam tells them what was said. And uh, what did they say? <laughs> oh, uh, they were like, that fucking bunny keeps haunting me. I swear <laughs> to God. Won't leave me alone. <laughs> or something to that effect. Yeah, yeah. That, it's going to haunt him. Poor poor guy's haunted by this bunny. And I'm like, what happened? How did this bunny die? Like, were we like strapping it to an RC car and it went out in a blaze of glory? Or like, what <laughs> happened? Because... You're I mean, saying that are very that this bunny reminded her of the bunny actor reminded her of this bunny. How did it go out to end up? Yes, so? because like the uh, bunny was you know fucked up, <laughs> spooky character bunny. Oh my god! But it was super fun. Uh, I I mean not the scaring 
her to shit part. Yeah. But the night was fun. Yeah. Had a good time. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of another good time, we went and saw The Dollop yep. for our anniversary. Yes, we did. Our eighth wedding anniversary. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I know. You're getting old. I am. <laughs> she feels it. She feels it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, so the dollop. That was super fun. Great. great. Yeah, great episode. Mm-hmm. We sprung a little extra on tickets, so we were able to hang out for the meet and greet Q&A after. That yeah. was pretty cool. It was dope. It yeah. was dope. Gareth ate Burmese food with his hands from someone's leftovers. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. Yeah. Also had someone's popcorn, too. Yes, yes. He stole some popcorn. <laughs> Um, I and yeah, and then the episode was about uh, hygiene reform. And, yes, and unclean water. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was hilarious. It was right, it was good stuff. Yes, it's as if he knew and was like playing a bit, <laughs> but he did it. But, That's the whole point. Yeah, it was great. It was great. Uh, I have been having. I, I don't want to say give it a diagnosis or whatever because that's a little silly but i have been having i think i've joked about it before that um brain chooses to power down sometimes and like i get like kind of like a computer warning yeah (laughs) like hey you're gonna need to restart here in uh five minutes and i'm like no 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 no. we don't we're doing things like we cannot and brain's like oh no like this update has to happen <laughs> so i uh, i was doing everything i could to yeah stay you started awake. you started nodding at like 8 30 <laughs> i know it's anytime that i yeah. am s- seated or laying down i try not to lay down past fucking 5 p.m because I'm likely to go to sleep. Well, <laughs> but sounds like you need to go to the doctor. Oh my gosh. It sounds like someone needs to follow up with their doctor. Yeah. 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 Don't don't throw stones, Mr. Glasshouse. <laughs> uh, Mr. Mr. Man. But yeah, so I um I was like trying to eat popcorn a kernel at a time. And I so I lose you know, muscle control when I fall asleep. Um, it looked like a murder popcorn scene. Like when I was dead and I was like, oh God, oh God, oh God. Because <laughs> I never want to be that person that mm-hmm. leaves the mess behind. Oh my God. But it was great. Yeah. It was wonderful. Um, And then, huh, what else? Oh, uh, spent some time with a co-creator. Kaylee, oh, this yeah. weekend. The Overlord. The Overlord. Hail the Overlord. <laughs> uh, we went to a haunted house. Hey, would you pass me that pillow? Yeah, I sure will. I'm going to stick it under my butt to make myself more comfortable. Uh, do it. I, we're talking about your butt so much today. Wee. Wee. Better? Yes. Great. What? Good Lord. <laughs> so, we... uh went to a haunted house and Kaylee got really scared in line and they didn't actually go in yeah <laughs> it, this keeps happening to me I don't know what's going on you're a terrible person oh my god <laughs> no Kaylee is so funny she's the best to go anywhere with number one but uh haunted housing like 
I told we were yeah, talking last night at the custody exchange. <laughs> she brought me halfway and Sam met us. <laughs> um but uh, she was like, no, Cassie's more on her own when she's there with me. <laughs> well, yeah, because fucking Kaylee is getting home decorating advice as she's walking through the haunted house. Literally. Fucking Wednesday Adams. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Literally. She had people laughing and uh, I like breaking character. And I didn't. I had people breaking character, but it was because... I like I we've discussed me on in haunted houses before. Yes. But I this time it was screaming still like screaming at the top of my lungs. I bent backwards further than I have since 2021. <laughs> like bro, I was like who stretched that? Okay. <laughs> but um some of them <laughs> I scream directly into their mouth, like their face. And I'm just like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. (laughs) But as soon as I'm done screaming, the next breath that I can take, I'm laughing hysterically. Like it's so Mm -hmm. funny. It's just, it's a huge release. And um, we mentioned, you know, like everybody having a rough last couple months, such a great release of like, Mm-hmm. Like scream I, therapy. Yes, I l- was literally <laughs> panting in one area because I was like, because it was scream, scream, scream. It's like walking in a rainstorm, so no one can see that you're crying. Like oh God, going through yes. a haunted house, and so no one knows you're doing scream therapy. <laughs> <laughs> literally. Oh my. Yeah, because like scared screaming doesn't hurt my throat. Rage screaming hurts my throat. It fries it all up. So I'm really surprised that I don't have a ton of fry in my voice this morning. Well, uh, I think because like with your rage screaming, you're usually like... Well, yeah, and you're keeping like uh, without... Uh, instinctually you're using like your true vocal folds because you're trying to maintain like a pitch center when you rage scream uh whereas like scared screaming like you're it's just a burst of noise coming out you're not focusing and trying to maintain a pitch center so you use more of your false vocal folds when you do that look at you watching the charismatic voice there you go boom got there <laughs> got there if you have never watched her before you should watch her she's a very knowledgeable yeah she's a good person. vocal uh she's like was classically trained opera singer for a long time who grew up i but from what i gather grew up in like a religious household and then like uh, apparently after she got into like vocal coach reacts things then was introduced to like metal and, she, and she's like I love this <laughs> she loves it it's so cute yeah, and she's, she's very just cute. constantly mind blown but can explain why she's impressed and yeah, like things and like, like that so it's really cool the more people that she's met from like she's actually met and done interviews with actual performers um, she's seen like been part of like uh, of reviewing data and footage of like oh. when they do the throat cameras oh. of people singing and versus like people cool. screaming. Yeah. 
you scream while I shove this down your... Oh, wait, never mind. That... Whoop. Nope, I stopped it. You can't do anything with that. You did not stop anything. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, speaking of screaming, you you got something for us? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Finally, what you all have been waiting for, the conclusion and part three of our series on Raul Wallenberg. The Berg, as I like to call him. So, buckle up your tits and cork up your shits. Get ready. (laughs) (laughs) Aye, aye, Captain. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead now. Okay. (laughs) All right, so. Last we left off, our boy Raul was in Budapest on a secret mission to save Hungarian Jews from the Nazis. Yes, yes, yes. He had just designed the Schutz Pass, which was a passport filled with bullshit, to convince fascists that it was official. Nice. Mm-hmm. Literally, the shit passport, this bullshit passport. Yeah. Heads up. It worked. Uh, That's great. That's great. Good for you. These passports kept Jews from being deported and sent to concentration camps. He was initially allowed to hand out uh, about 1,500, but through a mixture of appeals and later not giving a shit, (laughs) (laughs) he handed out over 20,000 by the end of the war. Very nice. And like I said, he was just getting started. This episode, we are going to talk about how he turned being a confident, tall, white guy with no qualms about lying into a superpower. Oh. (laughs) A superpower. I love it. Let's get it. So, Wallenberg had an allotment of money, you know, budget that he could use given by America's WRB, which if you remember from last episode, was the War Refugee Board, Mm -hmm. and by the Swedish government. He used that money for his next lie. He rented 32 buildings and declared them, quote, extraterritorial buildings. <laughs> Don't fucking worry about it, buildings. That, yeah. That's what he wanted to put. Yeah. None ya business buildings. Yeah. He said that these buildings... The were- offices of Nunya <laughs> and business. <laughs> uh, so he said that these buildings were protected by diplomatic immunity and he's... <laughs> diplomatic immunity. Yes. <laughs> and he said it so confidently that nobody questioned it. Yup. So full of shit. That's not a thing. You can't just buy buildings and just be like no these are protected (laughs) i mean you can declassify documents just by looking at them now so right yeah (laughs) so (laughs) so these buildings combined were designed to hold less than five thousand people okay right but let's not forget our boy rudy studied architecture at the university of michigan yeah he did he then redesigned them to hold around 35,000 people. That seems crazy. I mean, they it was not the Hilton. Comfortably, <laughs> yes. Yeah, it was not comfortably. They're it pretty sardined survival. in there. But, yeah. yeah. So, uh, including a hospital and a soup kitchen. Wow. 
um, he rented and redesigned these buildings in less than three months of arriving in Budapest. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) What? Oh my God. What fucking, uh, what was that show? Not trading spaces. The other one. Move that. Oh, Extreme Home Makeover. Yes. (laughs) Yes, Extreme Home Makeover. He's Ty Pennington. The shit out of that. (laughs) Out of Budapest. Get out of here. Property Brothers, go fuck yourself. (laughs) Damn it. I was so close to making you do a spit take. Almost, my guy. Almost. (laughs) Good bones in it. (laughs) Sweat equity. If you make me spit on my equipment, <laughs> I'll kill you. Love it or list it. Love uh, it or list it. What other baby. HGTV shows can I the remember? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now on October 15th, 1944. That's tomorrow is from it? this recording. Oh, it sure is, isn't it? It is. So October 15th. 1944, a group of Hungarian fascists called the Hungarian Aerocross Movement deposed leader Admiral Horthy. Which, if you remember, Horthy. <laughs> Horton, here's a Horthy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. Thank you. Yeah. If you remember, he was the one who like halted the mass deportations. Ah, okay. Oh, Not never because mind, he never was mind. a cool guy, oh, but okay. because okay, he was. Okay, fuck him still. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, Aerocross movement deposed Admiral Horthy. They were backed by the <laughs> Germans. So, Hungary is now basically ran by Nazis. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, I mean, that's, Both this is hung- where all the yeah. cool guys work. Yeah. The cool <laughs> guys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, Nazis, both Hungarian and German. Uh, and now, under new leadership, Hungary resumes mass deportation. <laughs> In a city or state near you <laughs> right yeah uh, talk about you yeah, they put the pest in budapest <laughs> they really did didn't they <laughs> they sure did so this is a good one too thank you uh this deportation was executed under the new aerocross leader adolf eichmann Oh, I I didn't realize that there were so many historically relevant Adolfs. Yeah, and they kind of suck. Yeah, and that sounds kind of like, yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's an evil man name. I know, Hungary was so cool, they got their own Adolf. Get fucking copycats. Right. So, Wallenberg decided... I wore hoop earrings so she had to wear hoop earrings <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> hungry get your own thing you can't say that with us <laughs> so wallenberg decided he was going to win the most giantest balls award <laughs> <laughs> my man the berg so he started to confront aerocross trains uh with what? no like they the trains that they would like send people uh, deport on. people mm-hmm. on yeah yeah so yeah he decided to confront the trains with no government authority just his tall white appearance just balls yeah uh the love and duty in his heart and the adamantium stones in his shorts Fucking or pants yeah, or man. whatever 
he would march up to the trains and shout at the Aerocross members and yep. German Nazis and berate them until they would let whole carloads off sometimes. <laughs> just fuck God. We'll let go of yeah. every... If you'll just get the fuck out yeah, of here. No, man. he's yelling. He's so loud. problems. He's yelling. He's loud. He's important. He's official. He's wearing the suit. He has diplomatic these immunity. Yeah. So he just <laughs> lied his ass off and said that there was Swedish citizens on those trains with no proof whatsoever. Yeah. I, you don't know what a Swede looks like. Get the fuck out of here. Let mm. my people go. Yeah. I've heard this story before. <laughs> He had a chauffeur named Sandor Ardry. out of here. Who happened to also be part of the Jewish underground. Perfect. Uh, Sandor tells of one of these events and gives us a, a quote, a long quote. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to do the... This, this episode is going to be filled with a few excerpts. <laughs> Oh, of okay. different things. So I'm going to try to do the Dan Carlin thing and use a little bit of a different voice. Do it, do it, do it, do it. <laughs> so we know what's quote or excerpt and then what's just me bullshitting. Love it, love it, love it. All right, <clears throat> here we go. He climbed up on the roof of the train and began handing in protective passes through the doors, which were not oh, yet sealed. My God. <laughs> he ignored orders from the Germans for him to get down. Then. <laughs> Then the Aerocross men began shooting and shouting at Whoa. him to go away. He ignored them and calmly continued handing out passports to They're the hands of... him like a cat. <laughs> yes. Get, go on. Get, Mr. Business. Uh, Mr. Business. <laughs> it's a fucking raccoon. Yep. God damn it. Trash Panda's back. Uh, he ignored them and uh, calmly continued handing out passports to the hands that were reaching out for them. <sighs> I believe the Aerocross men deliberately aimed over his head as not one shot him, which would have been impossible otherwise. I think they this is what they did because they were so impressed by his courage. Literally. After Wallenberg had handed over the last passports, he ordered all those who had one to leave the train and walk to the caravan of cars parked nearby, all marked in Swedish colors. Oh I don't remember exactly how many, but he saved dozens off that train, and the Germans and Aerocross were so dumbfounded that they let him get away with it. My God, could you imagine being on any side of that? I just... Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm telling you, the stones on this dude. Uh, he was just like, mm, no, I'm going to keep you doing it. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Get down. <laughs> yeah. I'm pissing my pants and getting dead. Like, I'm oh jump. I'm not climbing down the ladder. I'm jumping off the train. He's You're like, so no, no, funny. no, no. <laughs> I'm not finished. I'll yeah. go when I'm done. <laughs> just crazy, dude. So now, as he was doing all of this, the Nazis and Aerocross decided to fight back. On Christmas Eve, one of his safe houses was raided. Ugh, of course. Hundreds of Jews were abducted and marched to the Danube River. God damn it. The Nazis then tied them together in groups of three. Then the Nazis forced them uh, into the water and shot the person in the middle in order to drag the other two down. Cool. Wow. What the... F what in the actual fuck? 
So I don't know if it's because they got off on efficiency or if they were running out of money and needed to save bullets, but I'm going to guess it's both. I know. Yeah, that's that is someone trying out something that they've been thinking about mm-hmm. for a long fucking time. Yep. Now, as soon as the safe house was raided, Wallenberg was informed. He was also informed of the plan of horrific execution. He gathered as many volunteers who could swim as he could, uh, as he could quickly muster. Uh, They all jumped into the river, frantically trying to save as many people as they could. They couldn't save everyone, but they were able to save between 50 and 60 people from one of the most terrifying deaths I can imagine. Oh, my God. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. I don't have any other words. Brave. Yeah. That word. (laughs) (laughs) Ally. Ally. (laughs) Valentina. Talk. (laughs) Now, as much as fascists love authority and bureaucracy and processes, it is not a permanent stop to their efforts, hence Hitler invading Poland. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And the Aerocross movement was even more aggressive than the Nazis, possibly because it was in their own country. Oh. Aerocross members apparently had a penchant for uh, hunting Jewish people down and murdering them in the street. Cool. Cool. Now... Rudy wasn't going to take this line down. He decided to ramp up his efforts. <laughs> he kept handing out shoots passes like hotcakes, and he went through and found young male Jews who were Aryan-looking. Oh, my God. Dressed them in Aerocross uniforms and stationed them around his safe houses to guard them. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> uh, fucking A1. No. Classic misdirection. (laughs) Right. So now all this safe housing and life saving costs money. Yeah, it does. So when the piggy bank started to run dry, he found ways to blackmail local politicians. Oh, good. That's the only way you should make mass money. (laughs) Right. He resorted to other uh, less than scrupulous methods of procuring money that some may call crimes. Although, (laughs) I'm not sure much of the details on that. I just know that he was like, "Mm, Crimes. (laughs) Yeah. Various crimes. (laughs) So, the Aerocross pushed hard and got the shoots passes revoked. But somehow... Wallenberg petitioned the Hungarian government and white guide his way into getting them reinstated. White guide <laughs> into getting it back. Love it. Uh, I. Ha- what is your argument? You go in there and you're like, hey, fuck you. I spent good money on those things. <laughs> right? I designed these fuckers. I, they're, Do you see how many signatures are cash. on there? I don't know what you... <laughs> I got signatures on there. I got stamps on there. Legit There's insignia. There's a coat of arms on this bitch. It's blue and yellow. Is that not official? Look at Fuck it. Fuck you. <laughs> it's embossed. Yeah. Look how awesome this thing looks. <laughs> Super official. Yeah. And they were like, oh, yeah. It, uh, oh, my God. I forgot. Oh, my Jesus. Now I have Jeez. one in front of my face. I see how official it looks. Look at it. There's official no way we can deport people to Auschwitz be with if they have this thing. It just wouldn't wouldn't be right. Yeah. 
So, it got him reinstated. Nevertheless, the Nazis in Aerocross were bound and determined to exterminate the rest of the Hungarian Jews. Yup. That being said... There are other goals. The Russian army had advanced enough toward Germany that sending Jews to Auschwitz by train was no longer possible. But... Thank God. The leader of the Aerocross movement had no problem forcing them to make the trip on foot. Yup, no fucking qualms here. It was a light and breezy 120-mile walk through, or 125, anyway, uh, walk through European winter with... um, Jesus fucking Christ. Forced uh, no food or sleep. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Tens of thousands of Jews were sent on this march. I... What? Yeah. And for- so they didn't really intend on them making it. No. Yeah. The, yeah. No. Like that wasn't. Yeah. You know, we're just. Mm-hmm. Why? Why would you do that as a, a person carrying out the fucking thing? Why would you go and do this? Hmm. <sighs> okay. There are other working abroad opportunities. No. <laughs> So, unfortunately, there wasn't much Wallenberg could do, but he got some trucks together and loaded them down with food and medical supplies and went to where they were marching and handed all of it out, trying to save as many people as they could and trying to give them the best fighting chance at survival as possible. He also tried to bring back some if he could. An excerpt... Uh, from the book Wallenberg by Katie Martin. Quote, You there, the Swede pointed to an astonished man whose turn it was to be handed over to the executioner. Give me your Swedish passport and get in that line, he barked. And you, get behind them. I know I issued you a passport. Wallenberg continued, moving fast, talking loud, hoping the authority in his voice would somewhat rub off on these defeated people. Mm -hmm. The Jews finally caught on. They started groping in their pockets for bits of identification. A driver's license or a birth certificate seemed to do the trick. The Swede was grabbing them so fast the Nazis couldn't read... Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. who couldn't read Hungarian anyway didn't seem to be checking. Faster, Wallenberg's eyes urged them. Faster! Before the game is up, in minutes he had several hundred people in his convoy. Oh my god. Uh, international Red Cross trucks there at Wallenberg's behest arrived and the Jews clambered on. Wallenberg jumped into his own car. He leaned out of the window and whispered, I'm sorry, to the people he was leaving behind. I'm trying to take the youngest ones first, he explained. I'm trying to save a nation. (laughs) (laughs) I know, right? Oh my god. What a terrible situation, and what a brave human to try. Yep. It's a little sensitive right now, guys. (laughs) (laughs) During the, um, what's going on, like, at the stamp mark of this time, you know, it's, we're marked as evergreen, but we're not, you know, (laughs) um, but, uh, the, uh, Palestine, um, Israel conflict is going on right now. Yep. And it's really hard because it's, it's people. 
who hates people on both sides oh my goodness <laughs> it's nice it's nice to hear about a hero about someone who did something about it yep uh, keep going. Okay, so Bring us out of it. <laughs> <laughs> so Raul was now to the point where saving people had become an obsession. Um, after he took this job, but before you he could have worse ones. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> right? You I'm could... obsessed with uh, the animal crackers, the frosted animal crackers. <laughs> <laughs> so after he took the job, but before he flew to Budapest, he told a friend that his biggest fear was to return to Stockholm without doing everything he could uh. to save as many people as possible. So, it was normal for him to only sleep about four hours a night. Yeah. Also, at this point, he had to start moving around and sleeping in different places every night because Mm -hmm. he was being hunted. No way. No Uh, way. (laughs) Right? (laughs) He's making so many friends. Now we have an excerpt from a quote from Tommy Lapid. Are you going to make me cry again? Maybe. (sighs) Who was a 13-year-old in one of these safe houses. Just a baby. One morning, a group of these Hungarian fascists came into the house and said all the able-bodied women must go with them. My, the fuck? We knew what this meant. My mother kissed me, and I cried, and she cried. And we knew we were parting, and she left me there, an orphan to all intents and purposes. Then, two or three hours later, to my amazement, my mother returned with the other women. my God. It seemed like a mirage, a miracle. My mother was there. She was alive, and she was hugging me and kissing me. And she said one word, Wallenberg. Uh... I knew who she meant, because Wallenberg was a legend among the Jews. In the complete and total hell in which we lived, there was a savior angel somewhere moving around. After she had composed herself, my mother told me they were being taken to the river when a car arrived and outstepped Wallenberg. What? And they knew immediately who it was, because there was only one such person in the world. He went up to the Arrow Cross leader and protested that the women were who that the women were there that were there were under his protection. They argued with him, but he must have had some incredible charisma, some great personal authority, because there was absolutely nothing behind him, nothing to back him up. He stood out there in the street, probably feeling the loneliest man in the world, trying to pretend there was something behind him. They could have shot him then and there in the street, and nobody would have known known about it. Instead, they relented and let the women go. What the fuck? Adamantium fucking (laughs) balls, dude. He's got, as the kids would say, (laughs) ultimate riz. (laughs) He, if this was D&D... Oh, yeah, he maxed out charisma. Maxed out. A thousand percent, yeah. Oh, my God. He's got boots of charisma, bangles of charisma. Boots of charisma. (laughs) Circlet of charisma. Walls of charisma. (laughs) Uniqueness, nerve, and talent. Oh, Oh my my God, God. yeah. (laughs) He is serving. (laughs) Oh, my God, yeah. He's cooking, serving, eating, and making leftovers. Yeah, yes. 
The Berg. <sighs> so as he was becoming famous with the Jews, he became infamous to the Nazis. Like I said, he had to sleep in different places. Each night, uh, the unimaginative Nazis called him Jew Dog. What the... What? <laughs> yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. I. Not only are you the worst, you're dumb too, so... Yeah. Ugh. Uh, and at one point, they blew up his car. <laughs> I just not honoring that diplomatic immunity. Yeah. All right. So finally, we have car? made it to 1945. Shoo-wee. Okay. The last year of the war. And the Russian army is closing in on the Nazis more and more. Sup, brothers? At this point, there are only... Hello, a- comrade. <laughs> Hello, comrade. Uh, at this point, there are only around 100,000 Jews left in the Budapest ghetto. The oh Aerocross Aero leader Eichmann gathered 500 Nazis and even more Aerocross members to exterminate the rest of the Hungarian Jews. Why? In what would be the largest gun-based massacre in World War II. So... Wallenberg hears about this and is like, meh, whatever. Not on my watch. (laughs) Just kidding. He finds out that Eichmann ordered this, but because Russia was closing in, Eichmann was fleeing to Nazi Germany, so he wasn't even there. What a bitch. Yeah. So since Eichmann wasn't there, the man who was put in charge of executing this massacre was an SS general named August Schmidtduber. Schmitten doodler, huh? <laughs> yeah. He is a shitten doodler. <laughs> yeah, he's shitten doodle. So when Wallenberg found out, he shit went. <laughs> uh, he basically went straight to Schmitten Duber's office. Oh, I'm sorry, and basically told him that uh, Germany's gonna lose, and everybody knows it. There's no oh way you're winning God. this fucking war. And if anything happens to the ghetto, I will make sure that the world holds you personally responsible and I will watch you hang for crimes against humanity. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> the burg is coming down. Like, that's not a direct quote or anything, but that's basically like what I he told I will him. tear your head off and shit down your neck, buddy. I will watch your feet kick in front of thousands of people oh my god with the smile on my face meanwhile there's no international coalition of enforcing war crimes and like at this point no it like uh, i believe him i believe i'd be like i mean (laughs) like there was the league of nations that was created in between world war one and world war two wait that's not a comic book you're hilarious But, like, it was a very, like, piss poor, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thrown the together. UN, like, a lot of people consider a joke at this point. Sure. At least well, in, I mean. Yeah. Um, it does its job well enough. No one's nuked each other yet, so. Way to go. I mean, not Keep since we did it twice, but. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but League of Nations was even, like, less effective than the UN. That's because they were a comic book. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, but I mean, generally, like, there's no international coalition for enforcing war crimes. Sure, it's just him and his giant dong. (laughs) Just fucking handing out death sentences. (laughs) Left and right. And you get 
slaughtered if you fuck with my friends. Yeah. And you get slaughtered. <laughs> so yeah, Schmidt Duber blinked and he pussied out and called off the massacre. Yeah, that's why we call him Shit and Doodle. <laughs> so in January, the Russian I art- was sinking. <laughs> I, listen, listen to me, guys. I was sinking. Yes. What if we didn't? What were you sinking? What if we didn't? What if we didn't? But like, just what if we didn't? Did you something know? happen? What happened? Nothing. Nothing. N- nothing. <laughs> okay. Not, certainly not. You are in charge. <laughs> the bird around the corner, just his eyeballs <laughs> and doing the "I'm watching you." Nothing. 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 Just I a just crazy had one idea of those, I had myself. Yeah, I had one of those shower yeah. thoughts. Shower. <laughs> yes. I was shower in the shower. Does. And I, I thought, like, you know what? Maybe we don't uh, machine gun the Jews, you know? <laughs> Maybe we don't. <laughs> <laughs> so in January, the Russian army took control of Budapest. Now, the Russians found out that Wallenberg was working with the American government and suspected he was up to something. I w- No. Right. Mainly What's be- with the comrade questions? <laughs> uh, mainly because they were pretty anti-Semitic themselves and couldn't believe that cool. someone would risk and do so much for the Jews out of just the kindness of their own heart. Ah, well, uh, they did grow up in Siberia, in the coldest place. <laughs> so, like, you know, they, they got Grinch hearts. Yeah. It's all right. They're um, hearts, though. They so, yeah. So the Soviets arrested Raul. Excuse me? Yeah. Sirs, we have things to do. We don't have time for this nonsense. Well, I mean, the Russians were at this point on the side of the Allies. Allies. (laughs) So, like, the Jews were not going to be, like, they were were safe now. Yes, but, like, we still have things to do. (laughs) So the Soviets arrested Raul. For what? For suspecting him of being a spy or something. We don't know. God. uh, Sure. And we don't know what happened to him after this. What? Yeah. The most likely possibility. No. Is that. No. (laughs) Unacceptable. The ball. I that. The most likely possibility is that what? he passed away in the Lubyanka prison. Sam. <laughs> Sorry. You either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the I villain. I want a divorce. <laughs> It may be my breaking point. Not, not Berg. Yep. They took our Berg. Yep. Russia, what the fuck? <laughs> oh my God. So, there's some more there, but I've been talking long enough already, and I'd rather focus on his life than how he passed yeah, away. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Um,. Every feeling this episode. Are you kidding me right now? I told you to buckle your tits. I gosh, Were they not sufficiently buckled. I, listen, this is a wake and bake episode, so I'm in a big fluffy robe. So <laughs> yeah, so as buckled as they can be. 
As for Wallenberg's legacy, just for sheer comparison, Oscar Schindler saved around 1,200 people, which is a colossal wow. feat of courage that should not and will be will not be diminished here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, uh, although estimates are all across the map, the most likely and most agreed upon estimate is that Raoul Wallenberg lied, cheated, stole, scratched, clawed, and screamed his way into saving around 100,000 people. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's the most agreed upon statistic. Yeah. And that is not including the copycats he inspired to follow his model and save others oh in different God. places. Amazing. In the words uh, <laughs> of the movie American History X, it's best to end with a quote. <laughs> So I will give you my last one of this episode. It comes from Gideon Hausner, who prosecuted Aerocross leader Adolf Eichmann, amongst wonderful, wonderful. amongst other things. Oh, he, he was a leader in a lot of ways in uh, this okay. era. He said this quote: "Here is a man who had the choice of remaining in secure and neutral Sweden when Nazism was ruling Europe." Instead, he left this haven and went to what was then one of the most perilous places in Europe, Hungary. And for what? To save Jews. He won his battle, and I feel in this age, when there is so little to believe in, so very little on which our young people can pin their hopes and ideals, he is a person to show to the world, who knows so little about him. This is why I believe the story of Raoul Wallenberg should be told and has figured in all its true proportions projected into human minds. Amazing. I... I'm still flabbergasted. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. I told you it was worth the wait. That's fucking nuts. Yeah. So... Everything of him is so well documented until literally one day. Mm-hmm. And it's gone. He's yeah. just gone. Yeah. So he they, is like yeah, a like, fucking... That is what people think the Wild West was. You know what I mean? Like, that wasn't it. Like, that's the fucking... What are they? East? They yeah. East on the globe? The wild east over there. The uneasy east. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what an amazing human. Yeah. Uh, thank you for finding him in a, Oh my god. Sharing the story. Like I'm fucking pumped that I know about this person. I it, know. Um, He's fucking dope, dude. Yeah, and it does um bring a bit of hope and uh yeah that there are still people like raul yeah amazing great job sammy thank you oh i've uh, yeah i've i've tackled some not heroes i've tackled some villains the yes. past few times and i just figured i should tell a story about a hero yeah we need a hero <laughs> 
<laughs> Thank you, Bonnie Tyler. He's gonna be fresh for the face. Yeah, so that's uh, that's the shit about Raul Wallenberg. He's, uh, he's, the he's a shit. pretty dope dude. Yeah. yeah. Now, I don't know how I'm supposed to move on to the next segment, man. Like that's it's a showstopper. Like we shut we shut it down. <laughs> Can't. Well, I mean, you know, I We're got most of my source material from Behind the Bastards, which is a fantastic podcast. Fabulous. I just started listening. And the Wonderful. host, Robert Evans, is uh, comically, it's a shtick of his of being uh, bad, quote unquote, bad at ad pivots. Very so, funny. Very funny. So, uh, yeah, let's. Uh, All right. Uh, let me get that shit. You know what I mean? Let me tell you. Some shits that you need to get. Word. Love it. Uh, it is a small business that we personally purchased from mm-hmm. uh, with our last trip to visit our friends uh, and friends of the podcast, Ann and Isaac. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got to spend a full weekend with them, and it was lovely and wonderful. And um, if you guys haven't listened to BS Reactor, Go and listen to it. It's fucking phenomenal. Oh, yeah. It's a good stuff. I've been listening to it at work. Um, and A1. It, yeah. it makes you feel like you're just like listening to your friends talk. Any hoozles. Any hoozle beans. Uh, we are talking about Grove Stoned Infused Organic Olive Oil. Woohoo! I don't, it's tasty as fuck. I do not know. If anyone else out there is like just an olive oil person, like I not uh, like not unflavored olive oil personally, but like oh, yeah, I drink it all the time. Yeah, you know, I I like my shits to slide out <laughs> when I least expect them to. Yeah, especially when you have heartburn. For sure, for sure, <laughs> just coat that throat, coat that throat. Uh, but it's such an aggressive phrase. <laughs> There's a throat coat. Tea. You know that, right? Yeah, I know. It's okay. still still aggressive. Anyway. I got gotcha. you. Okay. Yeah. Any hoozles, Grovestone, infused organic olive oils mm-hmm. are absolutely amazing. Uh, we got roasted onion mm-hmm. and Tuscan herb infused. Um, I am a person who likes to dip crusty breads into fun things which include olive oil mm-hmm. and infused and peppered and what have you uh so here oh my gosh i pulled out my phone so i could like actually have their thing you know but uh la 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 so uh welcome to Grovestone, home of the freshest selection of ultra premium extra virgin olive oils in the world Olive oil has been a part of our family in Greece for many generations, and it's more than just an ingredient. It's our passion, our tradition, our religion, our myths, our memories, and the smell and taste of our lives. So, uh, we met one of uh, the owners, yeah. I believe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were such a wonderful human. We had a really great, like, interaction at this beautiful outdoor market it was one of the coolest things that i've been to in a while uh just the whole vibe it was super cool but these olive oils 
like they had like little testy, you know, shooter cup things. Uh-huh. Yeah. Pour a little bit in there. I, like I've never been like, ooh, let me drink this olive oil. Like, ooh, delicious. But my dudes, if you like to experiment with cooking or you like to push the envelope and try different things, uh-huh. you absolutely should add some flavored olive oils to what? that practice and they also have like seasoning blends as well yes what's the one that you got i got a barbecue rub that is an ancho chili espresso blend rub yum have not tried it yet but i'm excited Uh, sam made this i almost like mole cake Mm -hmm. wasn't it like what would you call it uh a chocolate chili there you go. Cake with like, and it had I like shit a... talk it like I shit talked it like a motherfucker because I do not like that flavor. I do not like those flavors together. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that I ate most of the cake. <laughs> it was so good, so good. I'm so excited for you to try out that spice. Uh, they have flavored vinegars. Um, they also have gourmet spreads, uh, mustards jams and fruit spreads fuck yeah i love a jam i love a good mustard teas and honeys me too i used to hate mustard mustard growing up me too (laughs) me as well (laughs) (laughs) yeah now i'm a slut i am a slut for mustard right even yellow mustard like get in me belly so uh if you guys want to elevate your olive oil spice uh, vinegar vinegar game head on over jam on over jam on <laughs> over this is why i keep you around why the overlord lets you remain <laughs> go to grovestone.com or uh you can find them on grovestone cu on What's that one? Instagram. Instagram. Thank you. Good Lord. You were going to say X. X. (laughs) No. No. No one will ever call it X. I won't. It's Twitter. And you can suck my... You can suck my ex, okay? (laughs) Grovestone see you on the Instas. Ugh. Nice. Delicious. Yeah. I can't wait to use more of it. And... And... While you are oiling your olives... At Grovestone. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, you can find us on all the different streaming platforms, a.k.a. Podbean, uh, Apple Podcasts, some Google Podcasts, yeah. some Stitchers. Um, are we on Spotify? Yes. Yeah. And Spotify. Suck it. Uh <laughs> While you're there, please smash them buttons. No, I'm I kidding. I fucking you. hate it. I, I hate it. And I hated it when it came out of my mouth. But, you know, we would enjoy like that. a follow or a subscribe or something like that. So we continue to grow our shit. Mm-hmm. Compost. So we can continue to compost. Uh, while you're there, you can check out our link tree to find our website or a uh, new YouTube channel that probably has like three videos it on it, you yeah. know? <laughs> We're, yeah, it'll be a minute until we resume video. Yeah, so if you just want to watch those three on repeat, it'd be cool. Love it. Uh, let's see here. We also have our episode resources and much, much more. Uh, feel free to contact us via email at get the shit podcast 
at gmail.com if you have any small businesses you want us to plug forget that shit maybe you have a topic that you don't feel like doing research on that you're like hey i heard about this thing you guys should do that it'd be fun um yeah we totally yeah we totally love that or if you just want to you know say hi uh, yeah. Or if you want to say, hey, this was, uh, I like what you did here, but that's fucking annoying when you do this thing. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's tired of hearing it just from me. So, <laughs> right. He loves some <laughs> outside opinions. Right. Yeah. Or, you know, whatever you want to do, just give us a holler at gettheshitpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Yes. Absolutely. We, uh, we'd love to hear how Sammy did f- with his first show wrap up. <laughs> Look at me letting go of the reins. Right. Yeah, Next, well. I'm gonna make you edit. <laughs> well, um, ally. Thanks, <laughs> ally. Um, thanks so much for listening. Yeah, we appreciate you. Um, uh, make sure that you take care of yourself. Yeah, and you take care of others. Yep. And spread love, not war. Yeah. Yeah. So spread. Oh, come on. Jam. Yep. Yep. Not. Not. Fuck. Not, uh, oh, I got nothing. I don't know. Not. Ham. <clears throat> you. Nothing. Spread mustard, not yucksterd. I don't know. Oh, my God. <laughs> yuck. Don't spread yucksterd. All right. Well, love and light it on fire. All right. Love you guys. Bye. 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 Ew, ew. <laughs> what? <laughs> what the fuck was that? Ew, no. Ew, no. <laughs>